Maybe don't know. Maybe don't. This time, 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 You should probably just try harder. How often do you give 100%? Really give 100%? I make my living coaching climbers, and I seldom see a climber try their hardest, myself included. I like things to feel easy. I want it to look smooth, effortless. Not long ago, I realized I hadn't had to fight for a single route the entire season. I chose routes that were easy enough to not require a battle, or I worked the more difficult ones into submission until it was harder to make a mistake than it was to send. I got soft. Bouldering always felt hard for me. I could do V9 in a few tries, but not V10. Why? I just wasn't trying hard enough. I spent my next training season almost solely on an eight-foot-tall wall where all of my projects took maximum effort just to pick my ass up off the pads. Simply creating momentum was reason to celebrate, but the hate crimping required for every problem brought back the game face. I sent three gym problems that season. Three. Fifteen total moves over 12 weeks. It hurt my fingers, and it hurt my feelings. Those 15 moves asked more of me than any of the thousands of moves I had done on any route I had climbed. A few weeks later, I sent my first V10. It didn't go perfectly. I had to battle. A few weeks later, I did another. Still another fight. I actually punched myself in the jaw during the top out. But that's another story. More followed. Across the country, the season is imminent. The training you've done the past few months will be put to test. While you're in the gym waiting for the weekend and that next time outside, I urge you to spend some time working on trying hard. Really hard. Are you giving 100%? Are you dropping off because you didn't have the hold just right? Be honest with yourself. It feels great to float something difficult, but it feels just as good to battle through errors, bad decisions, and failing fingers to find yourself standing on top. Short version, Sarah. <laughs> 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 well, I'm Sarah Fro Miller, Cincinnati climber. Um, climbing about 16 or 17 years. Um, old climbing partner of Chris's and Taylor. I think anybody who's listening to the podcast right has now. heard your names at some point, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Whether it's on this one, or are you accusing us of wrecking your car and car? On the Enormocast. On the Enormocast, yeah. My first that's time my, on there. That's my uh, claim to fame, is being accused of wrecking your car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's me. Okay. Red, red, Taylor? Um, I'm the other half of this duo again uh, rock climber been climbing for 15 years in, from Cincinnati and if, probably see me around the red if you come there does it make you two feel old to say you've been climbing for 15 years yes. no, no I love it it makes me feel old <laughs> 
I just hit my twenty fifth year anniversary. Uh, I don't know, a month ago. Oh, that's yeah. That's like when people retire. I know from a job. <laughs> it's absurd, isn't it? Yeah, that's crazy. So I'm actually glad, Sarah, that you have this topic. Um, there's one moment uh, in climbing with you that I think back on pretty often that really exemplifies this. You should just try harder. Um, kind of a, a ethos, this feeling. And I don't know if it was even like a, a big moment in your climbing or not, but it was you doing John Wayne, I think is the name of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> At wild Iris. And um, it had, it's notoriously difficult for the grade. Um, it's a techie, techie sort of a climb. Lots of tech masters have called it 13B, even though it get, got 12D in that guide. Um, and you were, you had fallen off of it several times that day and it had started sprinkling. It was starting to rain. And you went up again anyway, skipping a bolt, which is yes. terrifying to do a wild iris to begin with. <laughs> so you're skipping a bolt in the rain, sending one of the hardest routes you'd ever done. And and for me, that was just one of those moments where I like I felt proud of it because I had, you know, been a part of you coming into your own as a sport climber. And I felt in awe of it because it's so easy to give up when all those things are kind of stacking up against you. Yeah. Yeah. That was one of those weird, like, and I'm a pretty like emotional climber, even if it doesn't show like outwardly, but that was one of those weird kind of moments where I was just like, I don't even know if I felt confident, but I was just like, fuck it. Like, I'm just going to go because if I don't do it now, I think we were kind of like nearing the end of our trip. Mm -hmm. That might've actually been the last day. And I was like, well, I was kind of hemming and hawing about going again. And I was like, you know what? Like, if I don't try, then I'm going to end the trip. Like, oh, I got rained out. Or, you know, if I wait any longer, then it's going to get worse. And I don't have any more opportunities. And I was like, I kind of had like let all of the pressure go in a way. Yeah. I was just like, you know, like, I don't have anything to lose. We're leaving. It's going to rain. I'm just going to try it. And like, really, really try it. And I was a little bit shocked, <laughs> not mm -hmm. going to lie, when I got to the top. I don't think I meant to skip that last bowl. I think I was just a little bit too excited yeah. to think about it. Um, glad I didn't fall up there. But um, yeah, and actually, it's funny, when I was um, kind of looking through the options, I I have a distinct memory of, and I'm sure this isn't like when the concept first um, came to you, but I remember us climbing in the gym actually. And it was kind of like the beginning of the like actually focused training season for us. So we'd kind of been like, you know, climbing casually in the gym together, but now we were like, okay, it's like August, like this is get serious time. Mm -hmm. And, um, we were climbing on the like 40 degree wall at Rockwest and you were talking about how something that you wanted to focus on that year was just 
really actually trying. And mm-hmm. we were sitting there and it would like blew my mind. Cause I was like, cause I tried it that night. I was like, what is he talking about? Like we try hard all the time, but it's this kind of different zone that you're like, you're like ego goes away. You're like showmanship goes away. You're just like not worried about what it, what it looks like, what anybody's thinking, like, not worrying about like conserving, which I think as a red river climber is something that's really hard to do. And I find even to this day, I struggle with like, Oh, well I can't try that hard or then I'm not going to have enough gas to do the, you know, next 80 feet of this rock climb. But, but that night I, for the first time think that I like actually tried 100% on a move. And I was Mm. like shocked at the things that I could do. I was like, Oh my God. You can like yeah. hard shit if you really fucking just like bear down and try hard. Yeah. And I think you actually are, are better um, or certainly were then than I was at, at giving that intense, like singular effort. Um, I felt like at the time that I was really good at giving extensive efforts where I could be pumped, I could be falling off, but I could keep lunging for and latching holds, you know, and just keep climbing, keep believing in it. But when it came to singular, really hard moves, I would quickly get discouraged and and move on. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's where the shift kind of came for me. Like, am I, am I able to access that? You know, I saw Taylor was really good at it. Um, I I would see other people in the gym, you know, Aaron Schneider was really good at it. Um, You know, there were a bunch of people in there and I just couldn't access that place. So that's kind of where it came into play for me. Like I I have to learn to access this skill that, that currently I have no access to at all. Yeah. You know, and I think actually the engine room, helped a lot in that respect because the wall was small and we had to really pack the difficulty into a small space, you know? Oh yeah, for sure. Well, you weren't like, I think it's a different when your focus is one move or two moves, it's, you're not like, you're thinking of like the technicalities of the moves themselves, but you're not, your mind isn't, like bogged down with all of this other stuff like oh well then I have to do x y and z after and oh well maybe I used a little bit too much energy on that move it's like no you're using all of your energy and I think it's a it's almost more of like a psychological thing kind of like we were saying like it's a a psychological skill more than it is like a physical like I don't think I like somehow become stronger on a move right it's that I'm not holding myself back subconsciously. I'm like purposely putting, it's almost like a, like a power lifter or something where they're like, no holding back. I am going with the intent of using every ounce of myself to do something. And um, yeah, like I think maybe boulders who primarily boulder, this comes a little bit more naturally to just because of the nature of the climbing. But I think it's a, really really useful skill in sport climbing that doesn't doesn't get focused on very much um but i think it can have a huge impact on your climbing yeah i agree you know and it's 
especially in the red, it doesn't get the focus that it deserves. You know, it does maybe a little more out here where, you know, if you're climbing at wild iris, you're doing, you know, 15 moves as a, as an entire route. So, so it does get a little more attention out here. And and a lot of the climbers out here have learned to do that and just take it for granted, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Whereas in the red, it's kind of the opposite. And, you know, we put a lot of value red river climbers and a lot of climbers in general, put a lot of value on being able to make something look easy. And, and that's one of those things that like I really valued when I was learning to climb. And I remember, and tell me if you remember this or not. I remember a time when you made a comment, something like um, you had watched Taylor and I, either warm up or end our day. I think it was end our day on AL8, I believe. Yeah. That used to be the the go-to lap, lap rough climb. Yeah. And I think you were either working on AL8 at the time or you had just recently done it. And you made this comment about you, you wanted to be able to finish your day on that. You know, you guys are doing it. Why can't I do it? you know, kind of thing. And, and that occurred to me like, Oh, I'm, I've put so much value on this that she can't tell the difference between my like cool down level and my hard level. Yeah. You know, that, that I've put so much value on making things look easy and I have to boil things down all the way to the point where it's, hard for me to fall off before I send yeah. that, that she can't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. You know? Well, and that used to be a very typical thing for, for like those years, especially like I remember, you know, cause I'm always climbing with you guys when, when one of you would be up on, on the wall um, and you would fall for whatever reason. Now I knew you both well enough to kind of anticipate, but I would often get comments from people like, Oh my God, why did they just fall? Like, right. How, why did nothing looked hard? Like, why did they just fall? And I think it's definitely a very valuable skill to be able to make your climbing look and feel fluid and smooth and like, you know, not be thrutching around for moves. But I think in some ways, if too much emphasis is put on that, which I think is, sometimes easy to do um, depending on the area where you climb. I think you hold yourself back a little bit and it's, I don't even know if it's like you're, you know, worried about what other people think about you or more for yourself where you're like, Oh, well this needs to be so dialed, so perfect, so easy. So whatever, and, you know, and before I can be trying hard that you like, don't ever allow yourself to try hard. And I think it kind of slows down that red pointing process a little bit as well. Oh, it definitely does. If you can't access that real high level effort, scrap your way through, battle your way through, you know, and, and there were definitely moments when we were all climbing together that, you know, I would realize, oh, I haven't battled this year. Yeah. You know, I've, I'm kind of looking for a battle now. Like I really want to get on something and have to fight for it. Um, because I love those. I love those battles as much as I love floating something. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and I think they both have value for sure. I think yep. I think being able trying to get the two things to be closer together is, you know, everybody's goal. Exactly. You know, to be able to do the be. Yeah, to do the Andra battle where you're like you're screaming every other move and clearly trying at that one hundred and ten percent limit, but mm-hmm. you're still climbing flawlessly. Um yeah. Yeah, so I think trying to merge those two things, but I think you have to learn them independently as well first before you can kind of try to combine the two things. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's definitely true. And, you know, I said this in the last episode, but that, you know, we did together, but I'll say it again here that I appreciate those years from you two so much and, you know, forcing Taylor to get out of bed at, 5 30 a.m so that we could go climbing and then putting banana peels on his face on the way home when yeah. he was asleep in the back seat i'm pretty sure that was the catalyst to all of your banana <laughs> 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 <Camera's taking credit>. <laughs> <laughs> so I, yeah i think trying hard is probably like my biggest efficiency like i suck at it so much like I've climbed way harder than I've ever tried to to try. I guess I've tried and failed miserably by like the third bolt of onsighting. Like I just suck at it for some reason. Actually, it's a goal of mine this year to be better at it. Uh, Do you think you're, do you think you're better at one type of effort over the other extensive versus intensive? Um, yeah, I guess it's Taylor's the long hauler. He's the, I will no, be I pumped. Do. Yeah, but I don't like to like scream my way up um, a route to the <clears throat> jug. I'm, I'm really, I find myself that I can, the sweet spot for me is, is like, if I whittle a route down and I yeah. siege it, which I'm probably the best skill of mine, and then kind of when all the stars align and like you get to that move and you have that extra five to 10% that you need. And like, I can dig deep then. And that for, for some reason, I just have a hard time channeling that faster and on, you know, easier routes, to be honest, like you perceive things or you're like, well, it shouldn't be hard, but I'm flamed. So I'm just going to give up. Yeah. I've always thought that, you know, maybe I sort of envied the position Sarah was in during those years because I like being in the position of, you know, trying to catch up is the wrong word, but, you know, having something to strive for. And I, I envied that she got to see people do things that felt hard for her. I'm, I'm talking about like, you're not even here, Sarah, um, <laughs> okay. that felt hard for you. You get to see people do them easily and. Well, know that that's possible. Know that it's possible yeah. and to like have things that you can get on and they might feel really fucking hard, but you can be like, yeah, but I just saw somebody do it really easy. Yes. So I know I can do that. You yeah. Know? Oh, and I was definitely as much as, you know, anybody who knows Taylor um, has a special appreciation for me. I was definitely 
very spoiled during that time as well that I had... You still are. <laughs> I had two people who very often were warming up on my projects, and I never had to hang girls. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I... And in some ways, it... You caught on to this very quickly, Chris, and then took it away from me where I would be, I would be, you know, spoon fed beta and even up there to, you know, help with your warm up or your cool down or whatever you would do a section, you know, five different ways to see what way would work best for me. And, you know, if that had continued, you know, my ability to do that for myself would have been even worse. But, um, but I was, it was really great to be able to see someone and I still make Taylor do this in the gym sometimes like, Hey, go climb that boulder just so I can like see what your body looks like and see like where your hips are and how you do, you know, X, Y, and Z. And to have that ability, I think helped me like kind of not skip a couple steps, but move through a few steps. Um, faster than I would have if I I didn't have that if I had to just go in blind and figure it out for myself or you know and for people who are the strongest in their crew who don't always have you know somebody to watch or somebody to listen to or whatever um you know I think it just takes a little bit more concerted effort and a little bit more thinking outside the box but um yeah I don't think I've I certainly haven't you know improved as quickly since you know our little crew dissipated um as I did in those few years it was just like one after the next after the next um and with your encouragement of like like no this is hard but you can do it you know and encouraging me to just try hard Mm -hmm. you know yeah we have a a really close buddy he's he's our new third amigo um but and he's breaking into the five thirteens. I guess I shouldn't say breaking in. He's smashing them, but his ability to get on a route and it doesn't matter. I'm like, God damn it. He's going to fall at the third bolt. And, just, <laughs> no, and then the fourth bolt and, and, and then, then the fifth bolt and, he, and then the sixth bolt. Yeah. He just gets on the wall and is so is laser focused and just tries hard. Yeah. And it pays off for him all the time. Like we, he did convicted Saturday, and he the first pitch was going bolt to bolt up a late, and it comes down, and then just crushes it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, the math just doesn't add up. Like you, you need to warm up, man. And he just gets on the wall comes with a plan and just tries hard always. And I love climbing with him because I'm like, if I can embody 10% of this, I will go far. Um, Well, and it's like, no matter if something goes wrong or if beta gets screwed up, it's not like an immediate excuse to give up. And that's, you know, I think that's kind of the other side of the coin of the trying 110%. It's don't immediately have an excuse to give up. Like, Sure, you grab the wrong hold or you hit it at the wrong angle or your foot popped or whatever. Like, that's not a reason to just say like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to give up. Because then you've, unless you've learned something, you've you've wasted that effort that you did put, even if it was just 95%. When, who knows, like you could have kept going. And he, he really shows us that in that 
he just keeps going and often gets gets a reward for it yeah it's so important to see that at work you know because how much how much better would he be if he could also you know tap into some of the type of flow that taylor finds how much better would taylor be if taylor could tap into that you know yeah try hard even though things are falling apart you know we all ideally we all end up with a bigger bag of skills oh yeah because of each other and i think it's super important to surround yourself with people that you know are better than you in some way doesn't matter if they climb harder than you or not or just you know, yeah. they have a better skill set in some area, just learn from them constantly and, you know, try to emulate them as much as you can. Yep, totally. Well, I'm I'm glad you two are still getting out there. I'm glad you're spreading the word and <laughs> you know, keeping keeping the flame alive out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're we're still after it. It was we uh we took a lull a couple of years ago, but after Sarah got out of school we were pretty much after it again. Well, we're missing our third amigo. We had no, we had no direction. Well, I I know how it goes. I, there, there are days I feel like that here. So I'm, I'm looking forward to getting out with you both again before long. So for sure. Yeah. It's great to chat. Yeah. Thank you both. I appreciate it. Tomorrow you didn't punt. We don't tweet, we scream like eagles.